0: you've found an encore presentation of the taxi stand hour catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly and join the conversation go to radiotfi.com for schedules information and more and now enjoy the show
1: who found the taxi stand hour <laughs> on radio Tfi Join the conversation. You can
0: reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at TaxiStandar. From a pay phone, call Collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah, and change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it don't think about changing a behavior so you won't get it think about changing a behavior so you don't give
1: it to somebody else oh that gets funnier every time I hear it good evening wait wait a minute evening evening what what are we actually doing here in an evening? what is wrong with us here well it's it's nine o'clock eastern time on on uh, uh on a wednesday night i'm usually in bed by now what the hell is going on hey welcome aboard everybody you are listening to the taxi stand hour on this special wednesday evening edition it is uh wednesday february 10th of 2021 from the northern command studio in egan minnesota i am john shannon from Queens, New York, in the illustrious Radio TFI gleaming executive tower, it is Mr. Ed Van Ness. And, guess what? We have ourselves a special guest on board from Toronto, Canada. <laughs> the lovely and talented Miss Christine Hubbard. The, uh... I forgot, we, I, I, I think I made you the... Uh, the uh, operations manager. Is that what we is that what your official title is there at Beck Taxi?
2: That is my official title, yeah. Oh,
1: there you go. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Well, very quickly,
0: beautiful. let me say good evening, kids and kittens. I'm <laughs> that's it. That's it for me. No folder all, no funny business, because we got the special guests. So <laughs> Hi, Christine. Welcome aboard.
2: Hi. How's it going, you guys?
0: It's going wonderful. Oh. Just wonderful. Thank you very much. It is.
1: It is beautiful. Well, we, we brought you here for a special, for a special reason. And we've been uh, looking at you tweeting up a storm. Wow. I mean, you're making Donald Trump look like an amateur. when But, uh, so I wanted to talk to you about what's, what's going on there in Toronto with, uh, now you're, you, better, you're going to be better at pronouncing this uh, uh, gentleman's name. Absher. Uh, Absher. That's right. Now, he actually had his medallion plate or license plate actually taken off the cab. That's right. uh, By the city of Toronto, huh?
2: Correct. Yeah. He, along with, I think there was a total of 114 taxi plates that have been removed for, um, a few reasons never to be returned. So I think, you know, it's, it's, I mean, you guys are experts on medallions and taxi plates, but to, to most people hearing this story, they're like, well, what? it's a license. You can just apply for another one. It's not that. It's not that. One of them who'd paid $300,000 for his taxi plate has had it, you know, they came to his home, they took it off his car, and uh, I don't know though, I think, I think we might be getting somewhere I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not giving up just yet.
1: Well, you don't impress me as somebody that gives up. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. think that, uh, I don't think that is in your vocabulary. Yeah. What surprises, okay, what was the city's reasoning for doing all of this?
2: So uh, in every case it's for late payment of renewal fees. And in Absher's case, it was not that he wasn't paying. uh, It was that he didn't realize his had expired. And what had happened was that he had moved at the beginning of the pandemic. His residential address had changed. He, you know, in the midst of municipal licensing and standards, offices shutting down in March as well. So they were closed. You couldn't call them. You couldn't go there, and that's generally how taxi operators interact with that with our regulator. They go to those offices. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a whole lot of it has been moved onto the you know electronic communication. So he um, forgot in the midst of making sure that he's safe, making sure that his family's safe. You know, retrofitting his vehicles with because he actually owns there were two of them actually. So mm-hmm. making sure the shields were in the cars. Certainly, you know, taking the best care he could of the drivers that he also works with who drive um, different shifts with him. Um, So, you know, there was and and actually the province of Ontario, where Toronto is located, they are not enforcing or fining people for not renewing their provincial uh, license plate. So, of course, in the midst of all of this and that the city was talking about reducing renewal fees, he just didn't see it in the mail because he'd moved and he had been emailing them his safety certificates his insurance company had emailed his updated annual insurance uh, information no one called or told him hey you've got these outstanding renewals that you haven't paid um and they didn't call him until it was too late they called him you know one january afternoon and said sorry uh your licenses have been cancelled um Tell us where you are so you can surrender your licenses and he's such a law-abiding gentle sort of completely i mean i'm a law-abiding person but i i would not have responded the way that he did they came to his workplace you know in a time when by law enforcement isn't able to enforce health and safety measures because there aren't enough staff they go to this man's home they take his licenses away from him and for the sake of not having updated his home mailing address Tens of thousands of dollars that he spent on these, and he's been in the business for 35 years, always in good standing with his licenses. They took them away, and I have the email response to my inquiry about it. He didn't change his mailing address.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, so, and like you said, not to uh, in the in the city's opinion, not to be returned either. This is something now that is lost and
2: right. And so that's the difference, I think, that people don't realize. In the case of a restaurant, for example, if their license lapses, they close the doors of the restaurant, and then they just reapply for a license and stick it back on the wall and open up again. Obviously, you know what your taxi number means to you. That is the entire business. And unlike most licenses that are issued by a municipality, these are sold on the open market. You know, these purchase agreements are overseen by our city. They take a land transfer fee, a property tax on that, um, you know, $5,000 on that transaction. So this wow. is unlike, yeah, unlike wow. any kind of license. Yeah, Boys. Not to mention the renewal fees in Wait. Toronto, they pay the highest in the world.
0: What's the um, renewal fee, if you don't mind me asking?
2: So just for the vehicles, 1300 a year. What? So that doesn't include the privilege of being able to drive.
0: Well, of course not. Why would it?
2: it's it's bananas so the wow. they, you know, it, it, i mean and the other gentleman i mentioned Jahan, who had paid three hundred thousand dollars for his license the one and only investment he's ever made in his lifetime in 2012 he couldn't afford to continue paying for his insurance and his renewal fees um you know again there was this discussion city hall had been talking about reducing or or removing renewal fees for the year. So people were kind of in limbo, not really understanding our city clearly, you know, as innovative as they claim to be, can't send an email, uh, can't, you know, pick up the phone and, you know, and they're all safe at home while Mm -hmm. these drivers are out working. Um, They came to his home and same way he gave it over when they came because that's, that's the kind of relationship our city has with its
0: taxi I, I gotta tell you i i'm puzzled listening as i listen to you describe how okay he didn't file his change of address since i moved two years since i moved uh to new york city i have things coming to me i never ever put a change of address form in. they're coming to my current address
2: yeah. they
0: know they know how to find me now again well, i don't know cool.
2: You know the insurance that he provided—that is a requirement of his license—had his new address on it. You, you know these are the, these are the things that are just so bizarre. But it would be bizarre if it wasn't ruining someone's life, right? right? What, so what, this is the difference. We're not yeah. just—you know—I and I have a smile on my face right now, hiding the fact that I am internally screaming. Right, and I have been and have been tweeting. Yes. And the, actually, the only reason. So the the scariest part about this is that these people would never have come to anyone for help, right? The only reason I even found out about it is because some rogue bylaw enforcement officer, probably against, you know, the advice of his superiors, emailed my company to say, hey, are these taxis in your fleet? And I told actually, and they didn't email me, they emailed someone in our office, and I told mm-hmm. them, do not answer that. <laughs> I replied. <laughs> I replied and said, wait a minute. We submit a list of all of the active taxes in our in our brokerage. Go check it. Find out yourself.
0: What, what, so here's something else I don't understand. Why why is the city saying, and what is, you know, clearly a just a uh, one of those in the worst year possible? Okay, the guy forgot. You know, things were very confusing this past year. Yeah. He's paying his renewal fees every year. The city of yeah. Toronto is saying, you know what? We don't want your money anymore. That's yeah. what I that's what I'm hearing.
2: Yeah, it's it's shocking. Well, you know what it is, and so to your point, it obviously seems it's very hard to ignore the idea that there might be something else at work here.
0: You don't because say. you know
2: what that guy can do with his car now, with his three hundred thousand dollar investment in the garbage. He can, without cost, That's right. become an Uber list
1: driver. That's right, exactly. All he has so, to do is take the decal off. I was just going to ask you about now. Okay, we we've just found all the different things that your drivers and every other i'm assuming this applies to every taxi uh, driver every owner operator in the city of toronto it's not just beck taxi obviously
2: right so Uh, beck taxis are about six of them that i'm aware of this is all that i know about right now but there are 114 in our city and i don't care if they're beck taxis or what i don't care if none of them were beck taxis this is wrong and i'm in the fight whether they're beck or not
1: makes sense absolutely absolutely but what is it that do you, uh, what do you have to anything special to have your vehicle become an Uber uh you don't have Lyft out there yet.
2: Yes, we do. Right? We or have do. do, you do have,
1: yeah, oh, right. They're yeah.
2: not really. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but so what do you got I mean so yeah, you make a good point. All he can uh, Yeah, you can bring that car over to Uber and Lyft uh, <laughs> yeah. and no problem. No problem. Yeah. That, that just stinks to high heaven to me because it just seems like the same thing with, you know, how, what Ed was going through down in, uh, down in Florida. Uh, you know, these, these, these city, uh, these city bureaucrats, they're all for all pro Uber and Lyft because that's the, the, the cute little puppy in the room and taxis. Well, that that's so like 1960s, right. you know, we don't, don't forget the innovation,
2: John. Innovation. I actually think it's more than that. I think there's something much more sinister behind their support of these companies.
0: I'm shocked. Well, I'm, I'm and my-
2: I, you, know, <laughs> you know, certainly, I, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, so the idea of the money, what have you, I don't know. But the reality is, and something that has been made very clear to me, is that, for example, if a taxi driver commits some kind of wrongdoing, reckless driving, damage to his vehicle, whatever it is, they, the city cannot take his license away, right? Right. There is a tribunal process. Taxi right. drivers, taxi operators have uh, have you know they they have a path to defend themselves.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: On the other hand, with Uber and Lyft drivers, if the city gets a complaint about one of these drivers, staff simply informs the ride hailing company to cut them off the platform, mm-hmm. thereby absolving themselves of any. You know, requirement to hear any cause for concern or defense or anything, and what? lays it on the ride-hailing company oh, Christy, to cut them off the platform Christy, so they can never work again.
0: I can tell you from personal experience, uh, and having spoken to many, many other people, uh, Uber and Lyft have no compunction. They don't. They don't need an intermediary. Uh, if, if a driver has an issue with with a customer. Yep. The, the, all the customer has to do is call up and say, "Oh, he was drunk." Yeah, he called me a name, and Uber yep. and Lyft will shut that driver down. Without- a low
2: star rating. So the city just is entering a low star rating with the company because yeah. they don't want to be bothered with dealing with people who should be able to have some way to defend themselves. Um, you know, so now not only they is the city participating in this horribly reckless and abusive behavior they're enabling it and promoting it.
0: Right, and and obviously with this whole, now again, the Uber and Lyft drivers don't have to go through the insurance and having all your paperwork, all your ducks in a row, because the city right. of Toronto has already made the determination. Ah, you go ahead, boys, you have a grand old time. Don't, uh, yep. but, uh, and again, I went through it. I literally listened to our, our county commissioners say these words, we have our foot on your neck and we're not letting off. Yeah, we're gonna, you know, and uh anyway, John, go ahead. So <laughs> oh, okay, I'll get going. I won't stop.
2: No, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same.
1: Like I said before, like I said before, I don't envision you as somebody that's just gonna tap out with this. What's it? Can you, can you tell these these old dogs what the uh what the plan is here? What, 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 what are we gonna do about this?
2: So we've already started down the path of, of getting this resolved. Uh, immediately, of course, I take to Twitter because our my, any media attention I get always comes from there. I am able to gain attention that way. Uh, and certainly I think I've established myself as a person who I'm not out there making stuff up. I'm not reacting to things that aren't real or don't make sense. So we did get that media attention pretty quickly. And also the attention I caught was of a counselor, very, very well-informed, you know, just well-intentioned person who listens to what people have to say, which is like, I'm talking about a politician right now. So I mean, I know it's hard to imagine, (laughs) but she is fantastic. So she caught the attention uh, of, of what I was saying. We had a meeting that morning. Um, she immediately went to, um, municipal licensing and standards and demanded that they not cancel another single license, which they conceded to right away. Um, we did sign up to speak. There is a council meeting coming up. Well, budget meeting, actually executive committee meeting on Thursday, they told us we're not allowed to speak. So we have a plan for, you know, just in advance of the council meeting of how we will respond and what we will be asking for, which is, uh, in, in simplest terms, to give those licenses back immediately.
0: No, that's that's good. We, uh, I don't know if you've considered this, but at your next municipal meeting, what we did once, uh, it was cooked up by the president of the cab company I was affiliated with. Uh, since we only had two minutes of speaking time, you put about 15 of us together. And we went yeah. through this whole, we made sure we were, in order to speak, and basically what we all read was the same prepared statement. It was a longer statement than you know everything we wanted to get in. So the next right, one just picked you up. You read a
2: paragraph of the same.
0: Exactly. Statement. So yeah. I don't know if that's Perfect. come
2: up or just well a- we don't. Yeah. So this will be a virtual uh, okay. You know response. Um, we like I said we won't be able to speak in committee or council. Um, but we have arranged in short order a very strong message and okay. very strong speakers. And I think, um, again, it's as absurd as it sounds. And that's, and that's why I think you can't say no to this. You can't, once you listen to what we're saying, there, mm-hmm. is, no, there is no option of what to do here. It's nonsense. It literally makes no sense. What? Because and they're in breach of their own bio. I mean, there are a whole bunch of things. Um
0: Anyway, I. But it look it makes sense to me to John. I mean, we've we've been in the business and we know how frustrating it's been. To uh, one one of the lines that sticks with me, uh, Doug Schiffler, uh, the gentleman that took his life. He was the first New York City driver, uh, a few years back. We actually play it every week uh, on the station but one of the the sections of the note he left on Facebook uh, goes he he talks about how I followed all the rules for 30 plus years I did everything they asked me to do and then in the end it was it it meant nothing and that's the frustration point that is that's where you are that's where I was that's where I don't know where John is right now nobody knows He's got a hat. He's happy.
2: Uh. <laughs> well, I you know I think right, I, baby. <laughs> I think I've been there since about twenty fourteen. Right. Um, I've been here for you know they came to Toronto in twenty twelve, mm-hmm. um, and it was a very very eye opening response from our municipal government to ignore um, that. While so again I so I think actually I was the first line of hang on a second wait how are they doing yeah. what i do without the license that i have because right. this was prior to them gaining a bunch of drivers or anything like that right they we, were dispatching to taxis they that, were dispatching to license taxes
0: that fight happened all over north america oh all, yeah of course all over of Europe. Course. i i again i remember the are you kidding me what yeah you know sure nobody wants the competition but we'll take it but if i got to get fingerprinted every two years you know take a picture and all that go through a real background check which i was always comfortable with i'm fine with it why is it you can't and again
2: that that was one of the earliest conversations that i had with the driver um you know about it that really stuck with me you know we've been talking and people were sort of oh it's no big deal they're not gonna take off here and well, you know, I think there are some things that they're up to in San Francisco right now that, you know, there's no, nothing to suggest mm-hmm. they won't try the same
0: but this operation is, here. But this and is all, was, I'm sorry, go ahead, continue.
2: No, and it was, it was to your point, a driver who I was traveling with, you know, obviously I was the rider and passenger in his, his taxi and a, a private hire vehicle pulled up beside us. And he said to me, this driver who owned his taxi said, you know, I followed all the rules. I came to a country act. I came from a country where there were no rules and I've come to Canada and I've followed the very expensive, very difficult sometimes rules, but I've been happy to do it because at least I knew that no one else would be able to do my job without following the same rules. But now I feel like I'm back in a place where there are no rules. And I'm telling you right now, like I almost just, Jump right
0: out of the sure. car and ran. I, just too much. And just to get back to, to what you started on, I just, I, I'm still, I read the fir- your first couple of tweets about it. I find it bizarre that it's now come to this where they're, are, are your are your medallions, are they actual physical medallions bolted on the car? Right. Oh, yes. okay. Similar to New York City. All right. I can remember as a kid watching that happen once in, in Manhattan. They pulled this wow. yellow cab over. And they got out with the crowbar and literally just pried the son of a gun, popped it right up, right off the hood, yeah. and pop the
2: plate. That's the way. I mean, that's the term yeah. we use.
0: What is it called? Pop the plate.
2: Pop, popping the plate. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I, I mean, it, it just to, to imagine that because the guy failed to register his new address. Yeah. You know yeah. this is because this is not just, uh, uh, you know, taking away your medallion and all that and all the everything else you're actually damaging my car too. Yeah. You're, I got body work now on top of this. No. So it's kind of a.
2: I think a plate can be taken off a vehicle for a number of reasons and it would result in a suspension, for example. Mm-hmm. If the individual who's driving the vehicle hasn't updated his insurance properly or, you know, with the city, right? you know, they would call a tow truck tow the entire car. Not mm-hmm. only pop the plate, the car has gone, right. but You know, it could be for various reasons that a suspension might happen, but this, this has never happened in the history of our city. A cancellation.
0: It seems so minor.
2: It's the dumbest, most lazy, aggressively disgusting, egregious thing I've ever encountered in my life.
0: I would imagine this driver has, and again, I'm not a lawyer. I'm certainly not a lawyer, lawyer in beautiful Canada, but... It seems to me there's got to be uh, a legal remedy somewhere along the I think so. Line.
2: I mean, I'm hoping that we can avoid that because well, you know, a, a legal remedy is a costly remedy. True. It's a long true. drawn out remedy. Yes, it is. Um, you know, the the hope here is that, and it's it it's very clear to me that these drivers, I've read the messages that have been sent to them by staff, and they mm-hmm. are so dismissive, and so um, really absurdly without emotion that they've completely become detached from, from wow. our industry. And and I had recently filed a complaint with the ombudsman in Toronto about our city's service in this area with a very clear statement that they are not qualified to I, manage the
0: industry. Has the city hired Americans to do that job? Because that, you know, we, <laughs> we expect that, but not, yeah. not you friendly Canadians. We, uh, we don't, that's just not right at all.
2: I don't know. They seem more like aliens to me. I just don't even think they're robots. I don't know what kind of humanity just doesn't exist in their world. And I, I think that's, that's where we have to step in. And I, I just am not going to stop until it's fixed.
0: Well, as the old saying goes, uh, rocks uh, roll downhill. And, you know, somebody's on their butt. They're going to get on. Who can I beat up? Who can yeah. I kick? And, uh, and, and they've got taxi drivers
2: Yeah, and I'm out on that.
1: (laughs) I had a question for you. Does, uh, does the province of Ontario have any jurisdiction when it comes to transportation whatsoever?
2: So the, the province does, uh, regulate commercial transportation by way of the highway traffic act. So our city of Toronto actually has been granted overwhelmingly, um, you know, uh, the amount of power that really the province has. So the city of Toronto is so big that it actually has sort of um, removed itself to be able to uh, govern itself as though it's its own small province. The the actual province does have some. So again, commercial vehicles, so even just the most ridiculous things in a commercial vehicle, any communication device must be locked into the vehicle um, for safety reasons. So, I mean, Uber broke that rule right away, but nobody right. cares. The phone's falling down and whatever. So, I mean, it's pointless to even go there, but they also regulate the insurance. So commercial insurance is regulated by the province. Then the city steps in and suggests what, how much insurance you need, but the province has failed completely too. It's just, you know,
1: it's hmm. terrible. Well, you know, I, and I, you probably have heard me say this a couple of times, um, our our particular situation in in Minneapolis and St Paul, we've just like every other city in in the uh, North America, obviously, we've had the the issue with Uber and Lyft and the city of Minneapolis, St Paul turning the blind eye when it came to them and, and regulating the hell out of the taxi industry well, Finally, our company and one of the other large companies uh, in the Twin Cities area finally set to hell with it. Uh, we have very few licensed taxicabs anymore, and we do everything basically through the state of Minnesota. And it gets to the point where, and it's the same safety features. I still have to go for uh, inspection. Actually, uh, the the... the I have to deal with more of the state of Minnesota because I have to I have to pass a drug test once a year. I have to, uh, to uh, take a DOT physical once a year. Those are things I didn't have to do with the cities of Minneapolis or mm. St. Paul. Uh, but they have finally, our company has finally decided to hell with this. You know, we're, we're tired of kowtowing with, uh, you know, you basically giving uber and lyft carte blanche and we're you know and we're dealing we're trying to do everything by the book and finally to hell with it we just threw the book out uh, i am no longer i hate to say it the only difference between me and a taxi is is i don't have a top light on top of my car And I can't, technically can't take uh, away, I can't take flag bills.
2: Street fair. So that's, that would be the difference with this, these guys who've had their licenses taken away. And so, you know, the sort of the bread and butter very much for a lot of drivers is their street hails, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, right? So I think, you know, there is a, in our city, we've been able to maintain market share. So that's, if I thought that we were, you know, on our way out, I might take, not on our way out, but if I thought that the rules were going to take us out, then I might consider doing something like that. But for now, and I don't know how it was with the company that you work with, maybe they owned all the licenses, but all of the cars that we work with, all of the people who are driving them own their own medallion, as you call them plates as they're known here. I'm just not prepared. And I don't think they are either to throw that in the garbage. <laughs> Pardon me. After, you know, investing not only their lives, but the amount of money that they've put into it and replacing vehicles for the sake of That's that purpose.
0: number. Yes. It's it's easy for you as, as, a com- as a company to just say, okay, we're just going to be a dispatch company only. Yeah. Uh, you don't yeah. need the taxi permit. Here's how we're going to do it. Whatever. Uh, yeah. how, however you you know a town car service essentially a private car yeah. service and you know what i i remember talking to guys when i owned my cars and all this was starting up i was toying with the idea of well i didn't own the permits the medallions the the plates i did own the vehicles so i was seriously considering well i'll just pull everything out of the fleet get everything cleaned up and uh I can lease these vehicles out to. I can still keep leasing them, Hmm. but for lower money and uh, to Uber and what. Because my expenses would have dropped, and all I would have been at would would be maintenance and insurance as opposed to paying the dispatch fee. And yeah, uh, you
2: can't fault anyone for doing it. You can't in this hmm. scenario across North America, around the world. It's it's affected. Different cities, like uh, I will say, our city, I think, is one of the worst in handling it. I absolutely do. But I do also believe that for what, well, it's not even a belief. For some reason, we've been able to maintain, we've been able to carry on. And, you know,
0: you've got a lot lot of cars off the road, though, don't you?
2: Right now, we're working with a fleet of about 1,100 cars actively on the road.
0: And so, at your peak, you were at where?
2: At our peak, we were about two thousand pre-pandemic. We were about eighteen hundred. Okay. Um, but our, our closest competitor has two hundred cars.
0: All right. Well, then that, that's that's not so bad. You're actually doing better than I thought you were.
2: Right. Yeah. So so this is you know, I, I'm I wouldn't, I don't know that I'd fight so hard for something I didn't think could succeed. I'm mm-hmm. not sure that I would invest just even the emotional exhaustion that this. You know the impact of this has, I think i I probably wouldn't invest so much that way if I didn't think that there was something to fight for in the end because if it's just for the sake of fighting it's, you know if we're all yeah. going to be out of business anyway, there's just no point
0: yeah. well, you're a but redhead. you're a redhead, you didn't any reason for a fight I was <laughs> <laughs> it's still there, it's still there
2: it's there, but you know but i uh. Yeah, I, I, I have a very strong belief in, in the people that are driving, in the, in the work that they've done, in our potential for the future. And until I really am served with some real evidence that we aren't going to make it, because when I started working at Big Taxi, it was a 200-car a company.
0: Right. And, so, and it seems to me, you know, what a lot of taxi companies aren't realizing now, hey, things are changing. We have to change yeah. how we do things uh, yeah. among, among the pile of reasons I left Fort Lauderdale was we're not changing anything. The and that's a dri- problem. You're, 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 if you haven't
2: changed yet, then you're not going to
0: make it. Right. I mean, they were bringing in, we were the first company years ago to have a computer dispatch and all that, but our customer service still bit. Uh, they treated the drivers poorly just before I left, they had taken the dispatch, uh, the call center, and they were, it was now uh, out of the Philippines. But,
2: exactly. Yeah, they didn't stand a chance. And I don't
0: know what they're doing now. It's been two years. I don't know, but uh, but again, I, I, just just we would idea, never
1: do that.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, just this idea of them coming around the city, coming around and popping plates, if you will. It just, it just for the for that kind of a thing. We're not talking about some major driver committed some major uh, uh, faux pas, or you know. You know, he got caught drunk driving, this, that, or the other thing. This is, and this is something he paid for. He bought.
2: (laughs) Something he paid for, something they profited from, the city itself. Right. Yeah, the fact that, you know, during a global pandemic is the first time this law has been applied. This has never happened in the history of our city. No one has been bought and canceled.
1: So so this, they they, they picked this year. Yeah. To do this, yeah. Mm, love my you know, Canadians.
2: I, I always think it, you know. <laughs> there's nothing else that they could do that would surprise me.
0: Oh. But I
2: went ahead and did it. <laughs> so,
0: you haven't been paying I, attention I, here. What we went through the last four years. Just when you think it sinks to a new low, oh no, somebody's oh, going
2: to no. shovel. Don't blink. <laughs> Don't blink and <you> miss it.
0: <laughs> well, well,
1: Christine, I sure, I, I sure wish you the best there and. Uh, to your drivers that are affected by this I, are, how are they holding up? Have you had a chance to talk to any of these?
2: Yeah so <laughs> for, I'm sure I've known since I was a kid actually I've known him for decades and uh, so I and I called a few people who I thought would were maybe being affected by this or people that I knew weren't sure if they had to pay their renewals and I was like have you paid? Are you still able to pay? You know, this is, it was a bit of a, um, it was a bit of hysteria at first when I first heard it, but even then I didn't realize that they meant, you know, confiscate forever. I I still thought that, you know, I I guess I wasn't sure because this has never happened in the history of, of our industry in our city anyway. So I speak to Absher every day. Um, He's, he's okay because I think, I still think people are in a little bit of shock some of them and so there it hasn't really hit them or they the they haven't absorbed the the or or the can't like it it may be that it's self-preservation that they can't well, really face what happened
0: it's just block it out because you don't want yeah. it to happen to you now everybody's going to go into a mild panic of did I fill out yeah. that form correctly did I did I cross my t and dot my i and and do they have my current address? And, uh, you know, yeah. now, now this is where panic sets in because this came out of literally clear blue sky.
2: Well, and the scariest part is no one would know if I hadn't, if I hadn't received that email forwarded from someone, a staff member in our office, right. from that bylaw enforcement officer who had no business asking the question in the first place. I would never have known this was happening but fortunately yeah like i may or may not have had some maybe i would have called me but i don't think so there's a pride in a lot of these people that doesn't allow them to come and ask for help or complain
0: or but he would have to let you know in some way shape or form because clearly now the car can't work with beck anymore well frankly well i'm just legally can't work with beck
2: yeah, <laughs> he's like he's got his insurance, his car is maintained, and the safety certificate is is you know.
0: I hear you. I hear you. Work,
2: but... <laughs>
1: good, good for you. And uh... good for you. I would thank you. I was. I didn't want to be the one to try to pry that out of you. But...
2: Oh God, are you kidding? I don't care. <laughs> I'm treating it as though it fell off on the sidewalk, and they're just waiting for their replacement.
0: I like it. I like it. I love it. I Absolutely. And, it, and this, my dear, is why you are the queen of all hacks. We bow to <laughs> exactly. we bow to you.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, no.
1: Has anybody but, up here teased you about that, calling you all hail the queen or anything? Yeah, like well,
2: well, you can imagine, like, I d I, I, I don't necessarily like I, I can't I can't promote that name. <laughs> I just can't I can't reach me, hey guys, I'm the queen of the hacks and I'm gonna be on the radio show. But I, well, I, I I'm very flattered. My There's mom- always
1: Jafar. I can always I can always ring his bell, I think. Yeah, yeah, oh
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, by the, so, by the exactly. way, but
0: before we wrap up here, how's your dad enjoying the hat?
2: He is enjoying the hat. i
0: <laughs> we want a picture of you wearing that hat, by the way.
2: no, I know. Well now, so because we can't we you saw he was wearing a mask that day. He'd come into the office and that's funny because I haven't really been supportive of them coming to work uh-huh. under these conditions right. and that day he happened to be there and I haven't seen them really at all since so you know Good. my kids are in school my husband's a firefighter he's you know actively working I'm at work every day so we're trying to stay away from mom and dad as much as possible
1: I, I understand but hey he got a hat out of it so you know yeah. but you <laughs> see here's the thing we got your we got your screenshot here right now captured now, and I know Ed is great with this kind of... No, no, no. I'm not going to do that. I not I to do, do
0: it.
2: <laughs> no, no, we need You're
0: an right. actual photo of you wearing the hat. Two hey, seconds you know. out of your life.
2: It will come soon enough.
0: <laughs> <Okay. When I'll>...
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's a resounding no in the most polite way if I ever heard it.
2: <laughs> oh, on. What do you need? I just need to go see my dad.
0: <laughs> okay. You took right. it. We'll hold you to that. Well, okay. I, I, Christine, I want to thank you for joining us tonight. We, uh, you know, totally we, we always like talking to you, and uh, this, you. this is just Thanks. nutty what 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 you're going through with with this situation. Yeah,
2: I, well, I kind of can't believe
1: it. Well, I know you will keep us all informed here. I like yes, that. I will. So my 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 little buzzer rings every time you tweet something here. So. <laughs>
2: oh gosh that's a lot <laughs> especially when I'm angry if I'm on a roll and one of those threads yeah. come out you know my apologies mm,
1: hey, no <laughs> rock and roll <laughs>
2: <laughs> makes Okay,
1: thanks for, for informative uh, reading especially what some of the stuff you read on Twitter you're all some of that's gone now thank yeah.
2: God. <laughs> yeah yeah no I, I, I never read that actually I couldn't
1: do it good for you all right well thanks again Good Bye luck. guys. Take care. Bye. See you Take soon. Care.
2: Bye-bye.
1: Now that was a lot. That that was more
0: fun than fun should be. The lovely and talented Christine Hubbard of Beck Taxi up there in Toronto, Canada. We uh we always enjoyed chatting with her and uh that's that's just bizarre that the city has just just came by and popped that permit, popped that plate, popped that medallion Without giving the guy, I mean, apparent, according to Christine, in the, the age of the COVID, no, this is the only time that right. they've done this. And, and but the updated insurance had the new address on it. Okay, fair war. Uh, he he should have updated everything, he, everybody he needed to when he moved. Fair, that's fair. But that does not, to me, justify. This. That's a clerical error. You find him twenty five bucks. Okay. Yeah. You didn't you didn't update your uh your Watsy there. And uh But you know the best part about it,
1: Ed, the thing that, that I love most, and I didn't want to come right out and ask her. That man is still working. Yeah, well, good good for her. Good for her. That is I am yeah, that, that that just if I didn't already think that she was aces before uh, before all this, uh, definitely I definitely do now. It's, uh Beck Taxi looks out after their drivers. That is the yes, one thing. she does. Thing yes, she You have uh, talked to Jafar. She's got a couple of other uh, drivers there that uh, we both follow on Twitter that swear by by swear by her leadership it's it's fantastic well again just just
0: talking to her I you know me I'm I'm just I love the fact that they they use the radio system a driver yeah. ne- a driver never feels completely by themselves out there that to me is
1: just yeah uh, I, I I agree I agree all right so we got, we plus got computerized we, dispatch that's the best part about it plus they got the, the right convenience right of the computer dispatch it's it is uh that's the best of both worlds oh no kidding it's absolutely the, it's
0: the best of both worlds all
1: right what else can we talk about well what else let's see we got a little less in, or a little more than 15 minutes uh, you have been uh, watching and paying attention to the events uh, in washington dc at our nation's capital today the second day of the uh senate's uh, portion of the impeachment trial
0: the first day well it, it's the the set the impeachment trial only happens in the senate the house does the impeachment the senate okay. has the trial today was the second day but it was the first day of opening arguments from uh from the uh, prosecution from the democrats if you will and well a couple of interesting things came out there was a lot of video a lot of new video And it's going to make its way out there onto social media. It's already out there. Things you haven't seen before. Security video and... uh, Here, just off the top of my head. They show Pence being hustled down a a stairway. And one of his aides is carrying Pence's nuclear football. And the rioters were only less than 100 feet away. Uh, There is video of Eugene Goodman, everybody's hero man the man got a promotion well deserved uh and, and now a piece of video came out he was the he was getting away from the rioters uh during this whole time they were following him and he encountered Mitt Romney going the opposite way and he turned Romney around uh he literally saved mitt romney's life no joke because romney would have would have run right into them um Apparently, Romney wasn't wasn't aware of that until today, Until he watched the video.
1: Uh, the Democrats, uh, the Democrats' I heard about his reaction. Say again. I heard about his reaction when he act- they they had the ca- camera. No, they didn't have a camera focused on him. Somebody had, had saw him basically shaking his head, you know, hand in his, uh, head in his sure, hand. Sure, because basically. he realized how close he was. The way the way they
0: put everything together and there'll be more tomorrow it's a timeline It's you're getting to see what's happening uh, for instance uh, what Trump was doing or not doing while they were breaking down the doors of the Capitol uh, they, again I'm bouncing around here a little bit uh, how hours into this while the cops out front were still fighting. With the insurgents, people Republicans are calling Trump, who's sitting in the White House, probably uh, uh, having fun with Mr. Mushroom. Box and
1: popcorn. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, and, Box
1: and, popcorn and having begging a him,
0: begging him for help. He wanted nothing to do with it. He he would do nothing, and a a valid point to me, was that. If Trump didn't incite this, then why were Republicans calling him to stop it? Now, exactly. there was a lot of really, really hard video to watch. Uh, that that image, that video of the the poor uh, cop trapped between the two doors, always gets me because I this is I'm I'm a closed spaces guy. I can't do it. You you want to get me? Bury me alive. Uh, that's I, I won't last 10 minutes uh, I don't like being confined uh, not for free anyway but that's another story for another time uh, now you're going to have your you know your, your Ted Cruz's and your uh, Michigan nitwit not Michigan the Missouri nitwit Josh Howley who apparently was sitting up in the uh, the balcony or I forget what they call it where the, the uh, gallery the gallery Sitting up in the gallery, uh, supposedly for social distance reasoning, he's sitting up there yeah. with with his feet over the row in front of him, and he's going over paperwork that clearly has nothing to do with what's. He's not paying attention, but he wants to be by himself so he can be singled out. People will you know, uh, he's a danger. He's going to be a danger. He is he has voted no on everything vaguely related to uh, uh, that's not a GOP thing uh Trump will not be acquitted. Well, I'm sorry, he he will be acquitted. I'm pretty confident about that. But I think, right. but this all goes on the record now, and that's what's important. All this goes on the record. Not to mention the fact that now all of these GOP knuckleheads have to go on record on saying no, no, I'm going to vote to acquit Trump and what I'm really saying is I don't care about the cops and the people that died and the people, 140 cops that were hurt and injured. I don't care about that. As long as Donald likes me. And that's really what this is coming down to. Exactly. This, this is the, the... You would have thought it would be over by now but apparently it's not. This giant ass-kissing session.
1: Uh, you know one place where they're not kissing his ass?
0: Uh do tell. Georgia. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Um, oh yeah. Georgia is uh they're going forward with uh, uh with going after him for uh uh trying to interfere with the election process down there and basically should what I basically what I wanted to say that's what I would I could care less to tell you the truth if he was if he winds up uh getting convicted on the in the impeachment trial I, I i don't care as much about that as i would love to see yeah feds coming hauling him away and want to see him in an orange jumpsuit with his hands behind his cuff behind his back because he was uh interfering with the uh, election process down in right. georgia
0: well just to finish up a little bit i not to get away from the georgia thing but let's talk about yesterday when when trump's lawyers got up there holy smokes what a what a mess this was what a honest to god mess and now keep in mind these are our last minute uh i don't know why these guys agreed to to be his attorney they just came on board in the last week and I got to wonder, did they get paid up front? Because Donald Trump has a long history of two things. Not paying his lawyers and not listening to them. I mean, any de- any competent attorney is going to, wait a second. He's not going to pay me, but more importantly, he's not going to listen. Well, maybe, he, but he's not going to listen to you. You don't care if he's not going to listen to you if you're getting paid.
1: And- Here's the thing that, Ed... I I honestly think that the reason that and I couldn't even tell you any of these knuckleheads by name. But let's face it, like you said, and I I agree, I think the odds of him being acquitted are are, are, are guilty. Convicted. Well yeah. Pardon me? Convicted. Well, of course, not- he, he he well, he's not gonna get convicted. No, he'll be acquitted. Okay. And, and yeah. And so cares the fact that the pretty much already you know pre or pre-concluded but who cares who cares about that how'd you like to have that on your resume i successfully defended donald trump uh, during uh during his uh, impeachment uh, trial
0: I, I i don't disagree but again you've got the I, I don't care about the lawyers. I I don't know who they are. I don't care who they are. then go back to chasing ambulances when this is all done. I'm I'm sure he got their names off the side of a bus bench or something. Uh. Uh. The one guy, the one guy. What? Who was he with? He uh. He defended Roger Stone, and he was talking to Jeffrey Epstein the day or two before he uh <clears throat> died. So, yeah. You know, he he keeps the best company. Um. But again, I want to see the likes of Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, uh, and, and all these clowns have to say I believe that Donald Trump is completely innocent. I do not believe he incited this riot, despite all the evidence to the contrary. And by the way, we're not even talking about witnesses and documents here. We don't. We don't. So I I read an article uh, this morning had a very good point about that. Don't count on witnesses and and documents. This is evidentiary. You want to get this stuff on the record. And I'll tell you what. You watch these videos again. It it is, and a lot of it you've seen this video before. But when you see it lined up next, you know the timeline. Okay. While this is happening at the Capitol, here's what Trump was doing. Et cetera, et etcetera et cetera. and uh while while this was happening these you know uh, the, the senators are trying to get out and yada 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 it's they've put together a good presentation. It's going to be fascinating. Fascinating
1: to see you know what, who, the, who, who got who this presentation just as much as important for as the Senate, probably more so. The American public. Yeah, you need to get sit a little closer to your mic. You're a little far away. I'm sorry. The voters, the people, the people who will make a a decision. You know, am I am I really gonna vote for Ted Cruz? Uh, am I really gonna vote for Howley again?
0: Am I gonna vote for uh, for uh, uh, Rand Paul, who's sitting there with no mask on, and I don't care if he's had the damn COVID or not. Put the damn mask on. Uh, Right. It's, but yeah, now people, now some people will, you know, they'll vote for them regardless. But this is going to get your fence sitters thinking. Well, geez, they, uh, they don't seem to have a problem with And remember, this is all fodder. And 2022 comes up in 2024 when they're all running again. Oh, really? Mr. Cruz, how did you vote in the Trump trial? Both times? You know, what did you do the day once the capital was cleared, and you came back. You continued with this nonsense. The only reason Kelly Loeffler changed her mind, because she had already lost. She was out. There was, uh, the results of her election were in. She lost. There was no point in her continuing on, you know, making it worse for herself. That's the only reason she backed down. But yet these other clowns, you yeah, know,
1: yeah. Exactly. Ouch! Ouch! Ooh! <clears throat> Excuse me. You okay there? I'm fine. Oh, well, they had minor earthquake there in in uh, in uh, Queens, and uh, I need a new desk. That's shit, start falling off the ta- off the tables. And... Well, it
0: happens when you kick it with your knee oh. unintentionally. It's. <laughs>
1: I was moving.
0: See, the legs to the table that I'm using are very, very close together. Okay. So I need something that can really accommodate my uh, man's... How long, how long
1: have how long have you needed to do this? I
0: don't know about six months.
1: Yeah. Uh huh. Uh
0: huh. Yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Actually, I was just looking at desks. Online. I may go pick one up Saturday, Friday or Saturday. So
1: Okay. So don't uh <sighs> to just saying here. Just saying. Isn't like you know, it's like you haven't had uh what's that word I'm looking for? Time. 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 Well, I got my parking spot to consider.
0: Good lord. <laughs> it's a big thing. You have a driveway. You have a driveway. Parking is not an issue. You don't consider parking at
1: all in the course of your day. The only thing I consider the only thing I consider when it comes to parking is is who left the dumpster <laughs> too far over on my side in the garage. But, but the point is you That's have the only thing but, I consider. You, but you have a parking spot when
0: you get home. Correct? That's right. Exactly. Oh. I don't. I don't. So uh what else is there to talk about? Uh what else
1: is there to talk about? Sunday.
0: Oh, oh Sunday. What about Sunday? Sunday, this past Sunday.
1: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> couldn't we put this, couldn't we just put this off until next Sunday? Sure
0: we will. But I thought, just thought I'd, I'd tickle you a little bit with it. With oh, it here. my God. Well, All I can
1: say is my birthday present to you. That's, that's the
0: only <laughs> I got, you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, what, what what did you say about the Chiefs' defense? It was uh, get some about well,
1: uh, oh the best money could pay for the, the I wasn't, I didn't think that the that the Chiefs' defense was going to be able to stop Brady so much. I thought I didn't think that the Buccaneers' defense was going to have such an easy time yeah. stopping Patrick Mahomes. Boy,
0: boy, oh, boy, did they! Um, three field goals. Yeah. Yeah. Held them, held them down. Somebody made, made a comment about the, uh, you know, they had the cardboard cutouts in the, in, in the stands, about 30,000 of them. Apparently there were 11 on the chiefs defense too. The offensive line. Yeah. <laughs> the offensive line well, that's what it was.
1: <laughs> and let's, let's not forget though, though. Let's not forget though. Those referees that, uh, I, two of them threw out rotator cuffs. I understand from throwing uh, as many damn as they uh, did. You got, you I, got to win.
0: Brady played great. I, I got to tell you, i well. Look, Gronkowski is a big, lovable goon, and uh, yes, they they've been using him mainly for blocking this year. And mm. for him to get not just that first touchdown, but but to get two of them was was just, uh, you know, you can see it on his face. He's he's just a big, lovable goon.
1: Better luck next year, Casey. That's all I can say as far as that goes. Hey, once again, thanks, Christine Hubbard, for joining us uh, here on this uh, special show. It kept me out of bed. So, for, Chris, for Mr. Ed Van, Best, I'm John Adams, and I got the money. See ya!
2: T. F. I.